0: It's time for the Jeremy Paul Show with your hosts, Mark Stafford and Jeremy Paul.
1: Jeremy Paul Show. Oh, the great former Wallaby, part Kiwi, big part of the show every Friday, JP, Jeremy Paul. How are you going, my brother?
0: Well, oh, kia ora, bro. Mate, I am, I am excited. Well, there's this famous icon in Australia called Big Kev, right? He used to sell all the different and his catch cry in his ads was, I'm excited mate, how could you not be excited? Rugby World Cup, just around the corner opening game Le Bleu versus the All Blacks Wow
1: How has your excitement for that game changed after the result last weekend All Blacks South Africa? How much does it change for you?
0: No, no. Look, look. If if you look at the context of the game, I mean, look. South Africa just showed their game plan and their blueprint, right? Um, but look, if you look at if you look at the fight when they had two players off the field, and it took them quite a fair bit, like they couldn't go through them or go around them. Like they continually defended their line, like with thirteen players. Look, at the game was always going to blow out and. Um, you know when you look at the injury to the young Lomax as well there's some disruption so uh, look I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be overly concerned if I was the All blacks not at all look and, and at the at the end of the day um if anything it might give a bit of confidence to France that shouldn't even be there so yeah mate, I, I, I'm not concerned one bit for the all blacks
1: even though biggest loss in all black history that's 120 years and a gazillion games, JP, and a number of people like you have said, I'm not too concerned about it.
0: No, irrelevant, mate. Irrelevant about, like, look, it, it was, it's a it's a warm-up game. Um, like, I still think there's 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 players that could easily be added to that team to make it the best side. Like, I don't, like, for instance, I, I, I think, I think Cody Taylor would probably get a start in front of Dane Coles. Um, you know, look, you had Sam Whitlock. Like, like, no, Brody Retallick was there. Um, yeah, look, at, yeah, again, mate. Like, like, yeah, I'm not... Look, the back line, the back line was pretty red hot. But look, Geordie Barrett, like, that, just didn't get any ball either. Like, there was no possession. So, mm. you know, like, there was no chance to, to be able to build any sort of pressure and gain any momentum. They were always on the back foot. And look, I think... I think, though, the the big thing that really the talking point is how this World Cup's going to be refereed. And actually, it made mm. me think. I, I went and did this this ad with a couple of the Wallaby boys for the lead-up of the Rugby World Cup, and we were talking. I said, I said you know, it makes me think about back in the old days if we had the yellow card system just... And we were guilty of it too. No way am I saying anyone cheated or anything like this. But some of those games, when you just go... They just get, give like do an infringement. Just get out of here. Like you give away the points, but now you can't do that. Like now, now it's got to a point where referees and and so they should. They should penalise sides that continually infringe, right? Because they're under pressure. So I think I think the the dominant sides within this rugby World Cup, if they're able to mount pressure and get those yellow cards, I think they're going to play a huge, significant role in this World Cup.
1: What did you make of Taniela Tupou coming out during the week saying, oh, our game last week, no, nah, we just, we're just keeping our World Cup plan to our chest. Was he a mouthpiece for Eddie Jones in that beautiful, puppeteery Oscar award-winning acting class?
0: mate do you ever get honest truth from any players these days because see mate the 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 simplicity of it though too bro is if they do say something then the media will run with it and it's the worst thing in the world right like so here we go we 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 give it to players or coaches and and that's what i loved about eddie's rant at the airport like to like (laughs) he's so right like we're so negative to particularly in australia with our wallabies and but it's also justified like you haven't got any results. Like, you, look, they are. I was asked, are they a chance? I said, absolutely not. Like, you can't go into a World <laughs> Cup losing five games straight. Like, they haven't even, they haven't even tasted victory yet. But anything can happen in four games, right? Like in those pool games, mate. Like, if they were able to uh, string together, get their first win, go to the next win, go to the next one, you never know with momentum, mate.
1: One thing that I'm delighted about, and I'm sure you are as well, it looks like he's sticking with the two young bucks for halfback first five, not only this World Cup but beyond.
0: Well, look, it, it, look, he had no choice, right? Like that was, if he's in it for the long haul, if he's in it for the long haul, he had to make this decision. Now, I thought it was harsh with Michael Hooper not being in the side. Guys like Pete Samu thought, guys like Jed Holloway, like he, he, I think he went far too extreme, but you've you've got to look at where Rugby Australia is in terms of financially, right? And I know, um, you know, when we talk about selections and stuff, should this have, of course it should, because we've got a 2025 British and Irish lines. Like we need to be competitive. So we sell these stadiums out. We get great, great TV coverage. And then we've got the Rugby World Cup at home in 2027. So if you look at the nucleus of this side, well, if you look at this side and what would be the nucleus of the 2025 and 2027 side, um, adding in young Sawali, like coming over from Rugby League, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's another one or two Rugby League players coming over before then. Then we've got, they'll have the experience. These guys might have up to 20 to 30 tests by, by the British and Irish in 2025, and up to nearly Forty to fifty tests come the next World Cup. And if you go back four years, that's where France were. <laughs> now France are the favourites. Do you know what I mean? Like it's I think Eddie had to make this choice and you know what, you gotta back him with that.
1: Um Phil war at the top of the top of the tree for Australian rugby. I thought it was a good appointment. I love a good rugby man. He's a very, very smart man. Has he made any announcements or changes or any inkling what direction he might make some moves?
0: Look, there's been a... They've just come together, actually. The um, CEO Players Association rugby Australia they're they're making a historical strategic change in terms of they've listed all these different things which is really the stock standard of what you should be doing grassroots the women's game you know development development of coaches now now, for, for me in Australia right it's really really there's a very very quick simple fix we're so fractured get every stakeholder on board mate we we are minute and small in comparison to say somewhere like New Zealand rugby we have two rugby competitions producing 85 to 87 percent of super rugby players the Sydney and the Brisbane competition which only have eight and ten teams respectively like you're not talking about a lot of stakeholders they produce 87 percent of super rugby players we are stretched thin in terms of talent like five teams but we're going to stay with it we're not going to change they're going to stay with five teams so we've got to build players somewhere and we and so you, you you have to bring these guys because we're so fractured in terms of our scheduling with club rugby to then super rugby um and then wallaby tests so bring in the the super rugby and and your club r- grassroots mate we need we need to be looking after grassroots because that's where we get our players and, and they've been neglected for so long so first of all man if i was feel um, i actually said this to worry because the other week mate we had our world cup reunion 2020 2003 20 re, 20 year reunion when we lost like we actually mm. we actually caught up with all the old boys like it was fantastic god we i drank my weight and beer i reckon it was uh yeah it was a pretty big day
1: there's been a big review over here in New Zealand. It's just been published this morning. I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. it's just amazing, and it's been, it's so due. And I think I read um, Scotty Stevenson, who you know well as well, wrote. And I think he said there'd been, it was either six reviews in the last nine years or nine reviews in the last six years, and nothing's changed. I think it's going to change this time. What sort of framework do you think would be better for both New Zealand and Australia as far as a trans Tasman competition? Because Super ain't working.
0: Oh look, I th- you, you've got to look for the TV coverage, right? Because because that that's where all the money comes from, or you get an injection of money. Like when they were looking at selling off percentage of the All Blacks, like I, I actually thought that was a smart move. Like I I know a lot of people might disagree with me, but if you're looking at billions of dollars injection, because it's all coming down to money. And I think one of the one of the biggest highlighted points I got out of that review. Was that you guys are getting bigger and more hands are wanting to come like more hands are getting put out for money, and mm. currently at the moment like that's was the whole thing right with regards to the Tri Nations and sansa was because South Africa did have majority of the television viewers. So we've got a product here. Like I look, I, I Super Rugby is a good product. I think bringing in the Islands as well, but. Like, and I know, I know, we did have the sunwolves in there in Japan, but Japan is a huge TV market. Like, because we we got to sell the market, mate. Like, you got to sell the product. And again, like in New Zealand, they don't have the television viewers to be able to sustain or be able to afford like the huge salaries that that are justified, as well as the huge expenses. So it's got to be sold worldwide. Like, so and or sold to a television audience, which is going to watch it. Like, I, I think through Asia as well, mate. Like, Asia's a, again, it's going to be part of the development, but is there room to have a comp underneath? I don't know. But everything's about money, mate. Everything's about money and what you can sell. Um, and the All Blacks have, obviously, the best product, the best team, um, but it's just how we sell that. Like and I mean, obviously for Australia, man, we just we got to just stay on, stay on the gravy train as long as possible. Well, not the gravy train, but stay on with the, the, the best team in the world and the best players. So, well, I've seen a huge, huge increase in um, in player development over the last couple of years since we've been back with New Zealand. So, uh, I think for us as a nation, we need to stick with New Zealand.
1: Brilliant, JP. We're out of time, mate, up in the beautiful far north at Waipapa. We are Yum, awesome to catch yes, up with you, mate. Bro. And we, yes, we yes, are going next win, week... Bro. Stay out of that wind, bro. Stay out of It's already blown the speaker over and the table over, uh, but we, we've retrieved and nothing got broken. We are previewing the World Cup next Friday. Can't wait. Can't wait. Oh, I
0: can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be a cracker, man. It's it's This is the most even World Cup we've ever had, like, across the mm. board. Like, they're seriously four, five, maybe even seven genuine chances. Like, that's just that, – that's amazing for world rugby. So I think this is going to be the best World Cup of all time. Yeah, me too. Good man, JP. Yeah. Thanks for chatting. Ciao. See you, bro. See you, boy. See you.